This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here. And join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a Take the Automotive Trivia Challenge, Unwrap Your Fortune of the Week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Hey, hello, everybody, automotive aftermarketers. It's Carm Capriato. It's the Aftermarket Weekly Show right from the Remarkable Results Radio Studio. I got a great guest host today. Dave Hobbs is in the house (laughs) one more time. Yes. Good to have you here, David. Hey, look at you're going to talk about hybrid training today. We're going to open up a fortune. We're going to do a shop tour and the shop tour. Is going to be at Blair Automotive, Carrollton, Texas, with Ryan Blair, and he's in the back of the studio waiting to come on. And uh, we sure appreciate that. Hey, don't forget comments, everyone. Love to have uh, you uh, you give us a comment or two. Hey, there's something really interesting that happened this week. We created and made Aftermarket Weekly into a podcast. So not only do we have the video that you can see on the website and on the YouTube channel, we actually, hello, William, we actually have Aftermarket Weekly as a podcast. Rick, if you bring that slide up for me, there it is. Aftermarket Weekly, it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on Amazon Music and Spotify, and every day we get into more and more. Hello, Deborah. Hello, Bill. Thanks for being here, everyone. So, yes, you can be mobile now. And listen to what we do each and every Monday. We'll release the episode by the end of the week as we send it up to the editors to get done. Well, uh, Ryan is with us. I'm just, oh, let's show the picture of Ryan, uh, Ryan's place. There it is. It's, it's a beautiful facility. And, uh, I, I know he works on the high end Euro stuff. So that's, uh, that's really cool. Trivia, Dave, we're going to do some trivia today. What city boasts the world's first electric traffic signal put into place in 1914? Do you know, Dave? You know the answer to that? I don't. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you here at the end of the show, social media, what's going on? Lots of comments already. I did something that I always wanted to do. I wanted to do a co- an episode with a shop owner who was looking to hire a coach, Dave. And uh, I get requests all the time to recommend a coach, and I won't because I need to be, you know, Sweden in the industry. But I did say to this gentleman, Rick Williams, here's the link to all the coaches that I've interviewed. Why don't you go listen to them? And then if you're interested, let me know. Pick three, and we'll do a podcast. And that happened. I know. It is really cool. You need to listen to it. And uh, Rick Williams, along with uh, Bill Haas, David Justice, and Bob Greenwood, and also Frank Scandura, did a 20 in 30. And a classic episode that I really would love you all to check out is this one we did a, a few weeks back on electric vehicles. It was episode 197 of the Academy. And the reason that I'm saying that, Dave is because we're going to talk about hybrids. And in this episode, Dave, hybrids came up. And I'd love to get into that at the end of your presentation as to what came up and why it came up in a discussion on electric vehicles. So are you ready, my friend? I am ready. 
I see one person I know personally, and other names look like uh, for very familiar names in the business of specializing on hybrids. But Carolyn Collette definitely comes to mind with yep. uh, luscious, luscious auto repair. Um, if you, I will tell you, if you want to educate yourself, which is the number one thing you need to do to work on hybrids or electric vehicles or plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, whatever classification it is, is go to luscious auto. I think it's probably .com, but it's just Google Luscious Auto Repair. It's in the Bay Area, San Francisco, uh, where hybrids, uh, some places around there, almost like every third car, I think it's a Prius car. Um, but Carolyn Collette's business, Luscious Auto Repair, specializes in hybrids. And her blog, I personally have learned lots from. Uh, so I had the pleasure of meeting her. So, I mean, you would love to be like a, a uh, even an unpaid um what do they call people? Co-op student or something like that, uh, just to hang out in her shop and learn all the things that she's learned over the years, specializing in this vehicles. So I, I want to emphasize training and I want to go beyond just the safety training that a, a lot of uh, training providers do. Obviously, you know, you need to make that investment into a, a set of uh, several sets of the class zero 1000 volt gloves so with the you know the canvas case and of course these shells that you're going to keep sacred just to protect the rubber the rubber shell or liner i should say is what protects you and every day that you use them you're going to get them out and air check them now i recently not that recently a couple of years ago probably purchased a higher level air check system where you actually slide this over a fixture you squeeze a bulb you pump it up you see if it holds air so in addition to normal visual inspection you got to do the air check first it's a lot better than blowing into them with COVID out and all that if they're shared gloves or rolling them up to see if they hold air and of course that's what protects you class zero is good i've seen a lot of repair shops think that it's like buckshot you know if Ought is good, then double ought must be better, bigger. Well, actually, you need a zero or higher, and higher than zero is like a two or a four, class two or four. And those gloves are like clear up to here, like you're going to get up in a bucket and go disconnect the transformer <laughs> on a pole. Gloves are important, but I mean, there seems to be a stigma out there that, uh, oh my God almighty, you got to be careful of this orange wire. I mean, that is no reason not to want to work on these cars, right? No, no. The orange wires aren't going to get you any more than an extension cord uh, coming out of the back of a lamp on the end table is going to get you. And either one can be injurious or lethal if there's a stray wire. And the vehicle, you might think of it as like a, a lot of GFIs, you know, ground fault interrupters, only a very high tech, very solid state. You're pretty safe. You don't need to have these on just to brush up against an orange cable while you like check the oil or change a spark plug. You don't have to have them on. Okay. But but for, for a lot that are sitting by on the sidelines and they did not put their hybrid, we repair hybrid shingle up. That you got to get number one. You got to get training. Uh, you just don't put the hybrid shingle up and then go get training. Get it. And we had that a great recommendation, Dave, that came from that EV episode to go and buy yourself a Prius. Now, what do you recommend? Yeah, Gen Three. 
if you're going to get a car that screams, we work on hybrids, uh, get a wrap or, you know, a wrap on it. You know, I mean, get a nice car, you put a wrap on it with your logo. And I seen one, I actually had it in one of my PowerPoints. It had, uh, flames on it and it had, uh, the wrap was really cool. A bunch of wrenches with flames. I mean, it screamed, my business works on hybrids. It could be your courtesy car, but 2010 to 2015 Prius. That's called the Generation 3. When you raise the hood, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see the top of the inverter box. It's about like this, over a little silver box, right up there by the headlight, uh, you know, on top of the transaxle. And it'll have nine 10-millimeter screws on a little cover about this long and about that wide. Those screws come out, and there's a shorting bar that you got to remove from that cover and put back down in the hole. Then the car thinks that that cover's still there. This is for the person who's had training and wearing proper personal protection equipment. That includes eye eye protection and the gloves, of course. But you can get on the DC cables and the three-phase AC cables, the two sets of those, and do all kinds of scoping, meter checks, live dead live, all the things I talk about in my training. You can do it like within minutes after you raise the hood, even seconds. It's that neat of a car. It's almost like Toyota designed it for educators or people who are trying to educate themselves. Dave, the, 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 the people, the, the technicians, the shop owners that come to your classes on hybrid, uh, you ask them to raise their hand and says, who's working on them and who's not? It, what, what, do you, what do you see? What's the percentage? Actually, most are working on them. They're doing normal routine maintenance and service and occasionally a battery pack or something very common. Uh, the ones who aren't really getting into it that deep because they just haven't had that many breakdown are the ones who are not working on the three-phase side of things. They're not checking out inverters, not changing inverters and diagnosing bad motors. Um, Those things are occasional problems. The main thing is battery packs. Power electronics tend to hang in there for a long time unless they're abused. Now, some of the earlier Priuses, Generation 1, they were more prone to have motor issues, electric motor issues and inverter issues, but not so much the later ones they seem to be pretty bulletproof yeah. but battery packs is going to be the money you like to talk about marketing in some of your classes i think you do some management stuff right and should we be promoting uh the the prius oh definitely uh that if you learn the prius then you've learned probably half of the hybrid market it's such a prolific car and uh, Toyota is extremely good with not only their service manual online, which is like 20 bucks a day to, to get that subscription, and what you can do with the tool, with the TechStream Lite, which is like $65 or, I forget, two or three day subscription. All you got to do is use your, your reprogramming uh, pass-through, your J2534, and you've got factory tooling. I mean, if you've got the gloves and a mega meter, a mega ohmmeter, which is an insulation tester, like this Fluke 1587, you've got pretty much the main things you're going to need to diagnose hybrids, uh, unless you get deeper into transmission and electric motor diagnostics. Uh, if you use a scope, you're going to want to make sure your scope is capable of that voltage that hybrids put out. If you're going to scope high voltage, let's say three-phase lines, you make sure that scope has an attenuator like my Pico. I have to put a 20-to-1 attenuator on, and my Pico shares one ground for all four channels. That'll blow your scope if you try to use um, uh, 
the four, three channels to look at the three phases. You need a newer Pico or like a snap on something that has a separate ground for each channel. And they make isolators. Uh, Pico does actually. They're a little not cheap. They're like two or 300 bucks a piece. You can get it from AES Wave, but uh, you want to protect your scope as well as protect yourself. It's amazing to hear these, if you will, not secrets as much, not trade secrets, but you know, the things you learn when you jump in the deep end of the pool. Yes. Uh, when you when you talk about this stuff in your in your travels, Dave, do people go out and say, "Ah, yeah, oh my God, it happened to me." Oh my goodness, uh, I I share every dumb mistake I make. It, it's it's gold. I mean, if it helps a tech not spend a day of embarrassing, you know, running in circles, I pulled. One of those plugs, you know, here's the typical classic. Here's the Prius plug, okay? You pull that, and it makes the battery pack uh, somewhat safer to work on. It's only half voltage, but the main thing is the high voltage won't turn on if you do it inadvertently turn the key on. I pulled the equivalent of that, which is like this big, Carm, on a Chrysler Pacifica plug-in hybrid. And I didn't follow my own directives, which I always add an extra step, pull the 12-volt battery cable off after you turn the key off. And then pull that plug. I always say that, even though I never really needed to. I just thought, in the back of my head, it's not a bad idea. Well, I did do that. I went ahead and left the battery, 12-volt battery connected. And one of the modules, seen that big orange high-voltage plug removed. And it got so mad, Carm, that even the factory scan tool, at least with my limited knowledge of YTEC 2.0, did not clear the codes. I needed to do a module reset, unbeknownst to me and clear codes. So two things, because it made a dumb mistake, ended up having to go to the dealership and get fixed. Now, I mean, it was really embarrassing for me as a trainer. We need to do a show called The Dreaded Mistakes (laughs) and get, you know, a whole bunch of uh, technicians and trainers on that want to share their one little unbelievable dreaded mistake. Oh, we have. That'd be easy. And I want to offer everyone some required listening. If you really want to dig down deep inside and figure out what a, a little bit more about everything that you have that's going on in your world and the mistakes that you've made and how you can overcome them. This is one of the best episodes we have had in all of 2020. A blessing in disguise from my biggest mistake. It was very transparent, very honest, very open. I think it'll tug at your heart. And it kind of worked really well. Episode 200, the great milestone for Town Hall Academy. Hey, it's time to find out what's going on with your fortune. Dave, you ready for another fortune? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it, baby. Here's here's the fortune cookie. I'm opening it up. And it says, what is temporary has to be temporary. Don't let it last longer than a year. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even believe they came up with a timeline here. I know. Temporary has to be temporary. Don't let it last long, it should say. (laughs) That would be the COVID, right? (laughs) Yeah, that would be the COVID. Well, thanks for that. Hey, we want to move out to uh, gear up for our shop tour here. Let uh, Let me do this great announcement. There he is, Ryan Blair. Oh, my God. Blair hey Automotive, Carrollton, Texas. I can't wait to get this tour, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on. I, I'd love to show you guys around real quick. And uh, I'm Ryan Blair. This is my shop uh, here in Carrollton. Uh, we specialize in European vehicles. Uh, got my start working at the dealer. Uh, worked uh, for them for too long and decided I could do it better. And so we focused on uh, Audi and Volkswagen, and then now we've grown into the other European brands. So I've got a few things that I want to show y'all. 
one of the things I want to go, we rarely have these here as we have, uh, we have 15 loaner cars in our fleet. Um, and they're booked out, you know, pretty far in advance, two or three days. Uh, we try to get them out, but this is what our typical one looks like. They're all Jettas, uh, pretty basic, uh, easy to work on. Uh, this one needs to be turned obviously. And so, but I wanted to show you all, we just do a little bit of branding on there and loan cars have made a big difference for us, uh, in our shop and being able to get our ARO up. So I'll show you guys the lobby. So we are doing a promotion right now, uh, free Liquamali oil changes with, uh, a toy donation. So as you can see, we've got quite a few toy donations we've done uh by my last count a little over 150 free oil changes uh the filters were donated uh from volkswagen liquamali actually was donating the oil for this promotion so great on them uh for helping us out with this promotion unbelievable and then, uh, blair automotive is donating the uh labor we are uh paying our technicians obviously but uh we are donating it so uh, this is a quick view of our lobby. We're actually in the middle of doing a remodel. So you might think, why is this a little empty? So I thought I'd show you guys a little bit. We're actually going to um, remodel this area a little bit, make it a little bit more cozy, a little bit more high end. And I'll show you all a little bit of kind of what we're doing on that. But uh, we're moving away from the performance model and more into the service and repair. Uh, Ryan, do you rent that out for like weddings? <laughs> you know, I probably should look into that. We'll have to see what the ROI is on that. And then uh, this is sort of the crown jewel. This is our war room. Uh, we've got a four-person front counter rocking and rolling at all times. You can see uh, a lot of things that uh, we have in here. A lot of things that I train on as a coach for ShopFix Academy. This is our board system. All of the cars that are in our shop right now are all on this board. Uh, and then we've got our cameras because our facility is so large. Being able to see across our whole facility uh, at one point from one place is important. And then we've got our sales tracker on here. And this is where we break down all of the information on everything that's going on in our shop on a day-to-day -day basis from a sales standpoint. So all this stuff is super important. This is how we're able to run the car counts and the volume that we run out of this store uh, effectively and efficiently. So and I'll give you guys a little bit of a quick tour. This is my office. It's kind of, uh, it's always a mess, but uh, always a good time. And uh, my whole family here and a painting in my office. So nice. Again, big Audi family. And uh, we have, we have a good time. And uh, my identical twin brother uh, actually is my general manager. So if you can't tell, there's him right there. Oh my so. God, it is him. <laughs> I'm prettier than this man. So he thinks, he thinks too. he's prettier than me. It's a, it's a long, it's a long argument. So, <laughs> but, uh, so we've got a lot of other rooms that aren't important. I'll show you guys what everyone wants to see is the, uh, is the shop. So, but part of that remodel that we were talking about is extending this hallway down and making this bathroom here actually a very nice uh, unisex customer bathroom that's very close to the lobby. Got and it. so that's that's a big part of our remodel. So we're out here in the shop. Uh, we've got, uh, we always have a lot going on, but um, you know, we 
like I said, made a big push to bring in the other brands, but we're still primarily an Audi uh, Volkswagen focused company. Uh, I would say about 50 to 60%. We did 2.5 million last year in Audi and Volkswagen repair. Um, this year, uh, we're looking to uh, push much higher than that by bringing on the other brands. So everything from, you know, R8s, you know, doing a new clutch to a Jetta with a, a brake light switch that I'm in the middle of diagnosing right now and is completely um, beating me. So, uh, you know, when you've got this guy out, it's not a good time. So, <laughs> but uh, this is, uh, we've got, you know, our little charging station, our flashing station over here, a lot of our scan tools, you know, all of the typical stuff that you would find in a shop, all of the highest end equipment, um, you know, Hunter alignment racks and wheels and tire machines. We went with the Nussbaum lifts because uh, of their, they've got this really cool feature where the lift arms sit at a 90 degree. So the, the outside diameter of these lifts is actually really narrow. So you can fit a lot of lifts into one place. So we currently have uh, 12 lifts. Uh, we are getting uh, a few more uh, installed uh, so that we can continue to, to grow. And so uh, we've also got our parts distribution area, which is a little crazy right now because we uh, just sold huh, a little over $600,000 in parts in one day um, over here. And so we are busy, 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 uh, fulfilling and, and getting all of those orders out, uh, through our website, BNP tuning. So yeah, that's a separate um, company, right? Correct. That's a separate company, a sister company of ours that, that I own. And so, uh, this is our wash bay. So we've got, uh, two full-time, uh, guys that help us keep everything clean, help us keep everything moved around. We do a full wash on every single car. And I'll show you guys my back lot just real quick. So y'all can kind of see, uh, of course, we've got tire truck here, but we've got a large parking lot. Uh, we can fit uh, we can fit several hundred cars here. So uh, we we've got tons of room uh, to grow, and uh, and that's our intention. You know, we plan on on building this shop up. Uh, we plan on pushing for you know three point five four million next year in volume, uh, and we're we're going to be doing everything we can to, to hit those goals. So well, that is aggressive. It's, it's been a, a, a big part of our plan has been to, you know, market aggressively to hire aggressively, even in the face of this pandemic. So while everyone else is, you know, running scared, we're growing and we're growing quickly. That's what we're all about out here. Ryan, do you own the property? We do not own the property. This is a lease. Uh, we're actually in the middle of renegotiating an extension on the lease. But at the end of the day, it's all about massively outrunning your overhead. And in a facility this size, we're easily able to do that. Good for you. Any questions, David? Yeah. Uh, do you? What are you doing for targeting for agents? We are currently not doing that. We are uh, sending that back uh, to the dealers currently. Uh, we're still, I'm personally still... Uh, still seeing where that goes, right? You know, my fear is that I'm going to have to buy five different sets, you know? And so we, we are very specific. Uh, so to the brands that we work on and they don't all, you know, play nice, unfortunately. So, uh, I, I would love if, if, uh, the technology gets to a point where 
you know, it's all kind of unified into one sort of um, system or setup to make the investment worth it. And obviously, like most shop owners, I'm I'm curious to see what ends up happening on the liability side of this equation. So, yes. yes. Thank you so much, Ryan. Stay with us, please. We really appreciate it. And anyone who would love to show off their shop right here on Aftermarket Weekly, just send it. Uh, send me a text. Send me a message. Send me an email. Carm at remarkable. Carm at aftermarketweekly.com or Carm at remarkableresults.biz. I I've said that for over thousands of times. It's tough to put the new email there in front. Hey. Uh, what's going on next week? And our shop tour is going to be with Bambi and Neil Crozier in the car clinic down in Lowell, Arkansas. Let's do that trivia question. What city boasts the world's first electric traffic signal put into place in August 1914? Any idea, Dave? You didn't know. Ryan, any clue? Any clue, I'm gonna, Ryan? I'm going to guess Philadelphia. Okay. Well, here here's the answer. Rick, bring that up. Bring that up. It was Cleveland. Ah! Uh, Euclid Avenue. Now, I've been on Euclid Avenue before. Big, long street. I think it comes in and out of the city. And East 105th. So there's your uh, there's your piece of trivia, and uh, don't forget, love to have you. Thanks for being engaged with us. You can watch the video over and over again on the website. It repurposes this afternoon in a few hours. Hey, thank you all. Thank you, David. Thank you, Ryan. And thanks to everyone in the industry for hanging out with us and getting aftermarket smart.